It's Friday for Fern, fern, fern. Say what? <laughs> I took over the duties of my daughter doing that because I just, it's a hassle going to our YouTube channel and finding it. How are you guys doing? Sean McGinnity, Todd McGinnity. Doing well. Doing well. Doing, doing great. It's a new year. It's a brand new year and there's a brand new CD in my hand delivered by you, Sean. Excited yes. about this. You've been talking about it. It's all done. It's uh, Bros Before Gin. Correct. Right. And the album is the Kitchen Sink album. Okay. And uh, we're going to hear you guys talk about it. But just to give the audience an idea of what we got here, it's an 11-song uh, compilation of your guys' work, solo and together and otherwise, of three bands that you've, you know, obviously worked on, you know, in the last couple decades, actually. It spans that far. That's correct. Right. 11 songs, just over 49 minutes, a good listen. And so we're, I'd like to just go <laughs> over it uh, track by track. But before we do that, whose idea was it to turn this into a CD? Was it me? That was you. Okay, that was me. <laughs> That's Sean, you. by the way, if you don't know, <laughs> recognize the voices. Sean, say hello again. Hello. There you go. And Todd? Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> the sexy, silky sounds of Todd McGinnity. <laughs> and of course, Sean and Todd are from the local podcast, the Sean Geek and Fast Fret podcast. That is Friends right. of the show. Absolutely. Yes. You can still What's that? Who's that? That's Winston. That's the cat That's on the your cover. your cat chattering away. <laughs> the cover star of the CD. Has the cat on the it, Winston. Star. There. That's... Yeah. So, Here he comes. so the, having him on the cover, that there was a there was a point to that. Oh, there he is. Yeah. He's, on, he's on every freaking podcast. <laughs> he's always in there with his ass in Todd's face. Yeah. Oh, I, he's just like no. He's pretty much <laughs> right. the mascot of the show. He likes to put his tail. Yeah. Well, hey, buddy. Why did you want to put this out, Sean? So, as well, if people don't know, Todd and I had a band called Dome. It was us and two other guys. And then we also had another band, which was called the Classic Embers, which was a cover band. And those were kind of like kind of the two mainstay bands. And then previous to that, there was a band called Salty Bear, which was me and another guy. But Todd was in there like all the time, like a dirty shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so those three er eras of music, they're all kind of spoken for elsewhere. But there was a whole bunch of other stuff that isn't spoken for anywhere and probably never would be spoken for anywhere. And there literally wasn't enough stuff for an EP or anything like that even. Yeah. So I'm kind of, as I get older, I keep thinking I want to make sure that I'm, that, you know, Todd and I are leaving stuff behind for our kids and for our family to put mm -hmm. something out in the ether, put it out there just to kind of preserve stuff that we worked on. You know, like, like I think we brought this up on our show before how taught our mom, she recorded all this stuff back. I don't know when it was 60s, 70s or whatever the heck it was, all yeah. these recordings. And there isn't a single stitch of it anywhere. No. So I, I go ahead. Doug. Yeah. No, I was going to say, and our, our grandfather was, uh, he, he used to love to record the uh, wrestling matches and stuff on TV with his tape recorder. And he just had a tape recorder on his stool. And everyone had to be quiet when the, when it was on, and he would also record himself. I've got something on my on my Facebook. It was uh, he he plays a DJ, 
uh, the song was Oh What a Night, and he just kind of talks in the background with his DJ voice. Yeah, <laughs> it was almost like yeah. telling stories too. Like it was like, yeah, and it, it's just it's stuff that you know that that you would never either know about unless you kind of stumbled across it. So I used to he used to just give me his old cassettes, and I would go through them all just to see if there was anything there that you know that that I'd be interested in. Yeah, that you want to uh, keep forever, not lost in some box somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, I, I and I started doing the same thing. I I had gotten a tape recorder for Christmas one year. I brought it with me. I had a a dirt bike, and I was riding the dirt bike with the recorder. So I'd you know be either talking or whatever while that was yep. going on, or or interviewing the dog or the cat or whatever. Just you know, <laughs> just just stuff to keep. And since then, I'm I everything you know that that we do. I think I've, I've recorded. It was yep. little Zoom recorders. Yep. And then uh, when we started, unfortunately, when we were with the uh, the classic embers, uh, I don't think I had the recorder at at the time. No, we the technology wasn't really there at the time, too. Mm-hmm. Like, no, early yeah, this, cell phones and stuff, and yeah. and that's why this they're was, not on here. You got a a good representation of your work. Three bands. It's it's yep. it bros before gin band or uh title of the artist but you got them or you guys well that well that's uh, which is specifically so one, you guys that that is just todd and i so that's that's basically stuff todd and i we would do a song here a song there yeah um a couple of demos can, yeah a couple of demos and it's just us you know while we're in other bands just on the side recording our own stuff so that's the first six tracks then you got cyber love which is you doing vocals with another artist named Debbie. And then you finish off with the three tracks from Just Jam. And, and if you actually listen to the episode uh, of the Manitoba Shop podcast where I interview you guys, we kind of go into it over the hour about uh, these projects and little snippets, but not full songs. This is why this is so great. Um, let's start with the first uh, six tracks, Bros Before Gin, okay? Sure. Uh, starts, starts up with a bang, the theme from the podcast, Flying, instrumental. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's a that's classic the, already. The original. <laughs> I always love it when you get to hear the extended version of a theme song. <laughs> I, I love that song. I think Todd was so masterful on that song. It just it encapsulates everything that Todd is. Mm-hmm. How he's majestic when he's playing. Like it's just. Well, when I came up, tried to come up with the name. I said, "What kind of a name could I give this?" It was like flying. So if you actually close your eyes and kind of listen to it, you can just it just kind of you know take you away. Not yeah, not so much like a. Not like a Pink Floyd tune by any means, but but it, it takes you away in its own in its own uh, in its own way, I guess you could say. Right, right. And then uh, the second track is serious, and that's now that's showcasing Sean musical. Well, that is Todd and I both. I I wrote this song for my solo album in two thousand, and I'm I, I I'm not a good musician. <laughs> I don't I don't fancy myself a good musician. So what I did is. I, I grabbed one of the songs off that 2000 release. Oh, okay. And said, Todd, can you make it sound better? <laughs> so I got him to, Todd came in and we, we actually literally jammed the, uh, was it the drums and the guitar in my basement? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I brought my black star over and then, uh, just my guitar and we just kind of jammed it out a little bit. And I think that that was the recording. Like it wasn't, Definitely not. It wasn't a studio thing. We just oh. kind of, you can tell it's uh But I think you tracked the guitar over it afterwards, I think. And oh, then the bass and then the vocals. I can't it was, remember. 
Yeah, it was quite a wild. <laughs> but I also like yeah. it how because it's like it's like Sean, you, your singing is uh, it's kind of like there's kind of two styles in there where it's like you know the rock singing and then you kind of like whisper a couple, a couple oh, yeah. things like <laughs> uh, Doctor Kaburkin. Oh, Doctor Kaburkin. <laughs> like little snippets <laughs> of of words in your in in the uh, the lyrics. I thought like you kind of punch them, you know. Uh, and I, I think that's it, taught in the background, right? On that song? No, that's actually me on, on that one. Oh, okay. okay. So that song, I know you always talk about the corporation. That is my anti-corporation song. Oh, yeah, definitely. yeah. It's against the man, for sure. Yeah. Against the man. Yep. Big time. Yep. And then the next is uh, Broken, and that's just solid rock song. Todd came up with the guitar and the drums and the bass, and brought it to me, and then I wrote a melody and some lyrics. And... um I don't know. Todd put together something really solid. I'm like, I, I, I got to put a vocal on here. I got to put a vocal on here. So that's <laughs> that pressure. It's pressure. Yeah. yeah you want to equal. <laughs> but on this one, on this one, the background vocal, one of the background vocals is Todd actually. And I think that might be the first time. Did I do background vocals? You, on, yeah. On you, a on, tune? Yeah. And that one you go broken. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's my awesome. attempt at, at vocals. And then this also, is, like for the next track, is the only cover Folsom Prison Blues. Is I thought, oh my god, is that you I forgot that was on. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I think you do a hell of a job, man. Like, that's that really was, great. Yeah, I'm not a singer, <laughs> but well, it, uh, it, I don't know. I, I would say it's it's not that bad, really. No, this I, I would say the song is note perfect, you know, to, to the original Johnny Cash. Like, it's it's really good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I uh, I think it was a drum. Um, can't remember what I used for drums. I think it was uh, uh, just a drum beat mm -hmm. uh, thing. So then I then I grabbed the bass and I put the bass line to it, and then I grabbed my telly and I put some twang to it, and then oh, yeah, I grabbed the microphone and <laughs> and tried to uh, to do some some cash. Your best cash. <laughs> my best cash. Damn good cash. Uh, and then you got two demos from it. Uh, happy, happy girl, gotta have a, a, a song about a girl, <laughs> yeah, right. And happy that's girl. more like I like that the bass sounds a little more Pink Panther ish, you know, to me. <laughs> I don't know if Todd even remembers that one, it was back in 2002, so that was um, a long time ago. Oh, yeah, that was that was back when we were recording with the with the radio, with the with the speaker that's about the size of a pinhole. <laughs> yeah, you, well, no, actually, it's all tracked. It's all tracked. I don't know if it's on Reaper mm -hmm. or how you did it. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's all it's all tracked. I actually have all the tracks separated. So when I put it back on here, I actually remixed everything. Oh, so I mean, it's not. I'm not a a master. master. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't re-listen to it. I'll have to re-listen to it again. You got to listen to it. It's, re it's been remastered. <laughs> and, and then was, you ended off end off the six with burden, and that adds yeah. a little bit more electro synth into the mix. For, for yeah, now that was project. that was that was right off the uh, the solo release I did, uh, and on that one, it was, it was a song that needed some guitar, and I was playing all the instruments, and I'm like it still needs guitar, so I asked Todd to play guitar on that one. Mm -hmm. kind of double over my synth part so he came in and and i mean there's a blistering solo on there that's just wicked right 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 that's that's recorded so that's not a multi-track recording that one is literally like from i had a ghetto blaster with a double cassette on it yeah so you could record on one and play in the other so i recorded the drums in one track 
off that ghetto blaster and then played it on one and hit record on the other one. And I played the bass, which Perfect. I think on that one was a, was a, was a synth, synth bass. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, took that recording and then re-recorded again. And then I added another piano part and then another vocal and then another vocal. And you just kept five. doing it, kept yeah. adding the layer. Yeah. That's, That's why it sounds cool. kind of fuzzy. And then you got two right after that, you got two from cyber love. Do you want to talk about cyber love for a bit? You did on the episode, but, um, it's very ravey. You're yep. taking ecstasy. You're coming to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and I know Debbie does the the music, and you come in with the vocals. And even the vocals are kind of like buried under like the, you know. Like, yeah, we were trying to. So, so she's she was a classically trained pianist, and she had this thing. And I I I could get some of the some of this wrong because I didn't know Debbie that well. She was looking for a singer singer quote dancer. So I kind of auditioned. We worked on these two songs together. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, the partnership lasted not even a month. And we recorded all this like within the span of like a few hours. Both of those tracks wrote them and, and, and did them. And she was having a hard time mixing because the technology back then was not like it is now. So certain things with certain um, frequencies would drown out other things with different frequencies. So, yeah. So as a certain thing went up, my, my, the, the volume of my vocal went down, but whatever, it still has a kind of a neat sound to it. And I That's was like, really big into Vav jungle at the time. And she was right. a huge Vav jungle fan. And I'm like, Oh my God, we're doing Vav jungle stuff. This is fucking cool. Exactly. You get Todd there to master the levels. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds pretty cool though. Like it's, it, the end result is pretty cool. And then uh, you finish it off with three tracks of Just Jammin', right? You yep. want to talk about the players a bit? Todd? Yeah, well, we, um, it was a song, well, there was, was there one song or two songs that you put on, that you put on there? I put both, and then I put one, one on the floor jam that we did. At Dragon yeah. Studios. Where's Dragon Studios? That was our, uh, our friend Ray's house, <laughs> his studio. <laughs> so we, uh, we recorded it there. And, um, yeah, we had, uh, dad was, uh, was playing bass on it. Mm-hmm. And then I had, uh, I can't remember now the, cause I think I used the telly, but I can't remember if it was my, mm. my uncle's telly. Probably so wait a minute, just to so be clear, your dad's Brian. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we, um, we jammed it out and, uh, Ray played, uh, keyboards and yeah, it, um, it's a it's a different song. Yeah, it's um, very. I find it to be very kind of smooth, romantic rock. You know, like or at least, <laughs> or at least this feeling, this feeling kind of. And then uh, when you go into flow, you got kind of ambient, laid back, kind of beachy <laughs> stuff you'd want to hear. Or you're lying on the beach, staring at the moon. You know, I, I actually have a um, a piece of wood that has a, it's carved out of guitar, and it's got actually the lyrics of the whole song. Of flow, yeah. Of flow on really? on this on this unit, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's well, pretty that cool. was it's a nice so, so just like just to give context, so this feeling was the only time Dad ever recorded in the studio. So it's actually him playing on that track, and he passed away after that. So flow became the song that was about my dad. So it was a song Todd and I wrote, but the the lyrics. Uh, congealed into what that song became, which was about because 
uh, just jamming was like kind of taught our dad and raised band. Yeah. And then yeah. dad was, dad passed away. It was like, and I don't know how Todd felt, but personally, like I didn't want to do music anymore. I just, I didn't want to do it without him. It was just, it was odd. Yeah. But we did yeah, it. It was, yeah, it was different. No, we, we had, we had Kim come in. He's, he's a great guy. Um, actually right now I actually play with, um, the drummer that, that Kim used to play with. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. With, with the guys uh, from work. With the guys from the work. The guy from work, live. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so there's Dan, Randy, and Warren. And Warren's actually the uh, used to be the drummer that used to play with Kim. Uh, Kim, the, who was the, our bass player in. Who was our pay, bass player once when his dad had passed, I guess. Right. I'm not, I'm not sure. How did the, I think Ray had, was putting out a, a call, I guess, for bassist, didn't he? He put, he put an ad out in, I don't remember where. And then he met Kim. Right. And Kim's like, oh, do you want me to like play so you can hear what I sound like? He said, no, I like you. And I think Brian would like you too. Right. And we didn't, <laughs> like, he never heard him play. So then he came in, we all came in and we played with him. And boy, did he, he sounded not exactly like dad, but he had that same feel. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. It was so like, okay, then, I can do this again. Yeah. Yeah, yep. I mean, Kim was God. He was a godsend for sure. And then you, you end the album off with uh, an instrumental, kind of bookend instrumental instrumentals with April Jam, which is like this 12-minute go, go, go jam. And it there's some really cool, almost Van Halen licks, <laughs> I would say, like some guitar. <laughs> yeah. And uh, almost felt like there was like some Rush synth, synthy parts to it too it's just a jam right so it's almost like all right you take the spotlight for a while type of thing right it wasn't rehearsed it was literally one person started playing yeah that was, that was our warm-up i think every time we got together it was like, okay we're going to warm up with uh, either 12 bar blues or or something or other and uh, every time we just come up with something different and talk right. to the recorder you had and the recorder, I got the recorder and I re- yeah and i recorded everything so i've, I've got i've got uh, recordings of when dad was there, I've got, I've got recordings, you know, when Kim was there, I've, I've got them all. So like in 20 years, you'll have the 20th anniversary of this album and <laughs> yeah. it'll be like a 40 track. It'd be great to put all that stuff on something. Yeah. I, I should Dumbest. go, I should go through my, uh, my hard drive and, and, and take a listen. I mean, but I mean, we've done the same, I don't know, 20 songs when we got together. So I'd have to listen to them all multiple times to see which ones are, you know, yeah, you know, pick out the better ones. <laughs> so, getting back to the CD, how can people get a hold of this, Sean? Well, they should just contact me, I guess. And uh, like I said, I, I'm getting more supplies in, so I'm going to do another print run hopefully next week. Um, now, this is a limited edition CD, meaning that the all the tracks that you get on this CD will only ever be available on this CD in the way that it is that you got, like on the version that you have, it's only going to be like that for the CD. When we release the digital version, like on Bandcamp and everywhere else, I'm not going to put everything on there. Okay. So if you want to get all the tracks, you got to buy the physical copy. This is the special edition. That's right. You got to go old school. I'm not, (laughs) I, I'm debating what I'm going to put on there and what I'm not going to put on there. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, it's probably just going to be a straight bros before gin release. 
think. If they're going, if they want to get a physical copy, they just get a hold of you at your website, seanmcginnity.ca. That's right. seanmcginnity.ca, and there's info on there. Is there any? They can like, also, special? yeah, they can also contact me through social media. Like all the social medias, it's at Sean Geek Podcast. Message right. me there. I, I've we've already like there, I've got two copies I'm, I'm delivering on Friday. That that's the first run. So I'm going to oh, do one more run. Wow. It's already gone. So, and then I got people that said, well, I didn't get one. Like Eric Sandwich messaged me today. Where's my oh. CD, you fucker? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit. There better be more coming. <laughs> Eric, there is one coming. I I, I, I said I'd, I'd do a new, a new print run. An old guy I used to hang out with, uh, you know, there's there's a few people that still want copies. And I still have yeah. to get a copy to that guy in Vegas that we uh, met, Todd, on that uh, streamcast there. Okay. Scott. What's that? You're in Vegas? You met a dude who... No, we did a live uh, podcast stream uh, for someone else's show. Um, oh, and see. it had... Like, there was a guy... Oh, Todd, there was a guy from Vegas. There was... Um, oh, my God. I can't remember her name. She was from Bangladesh. There was a guy from, I don't know, New York area or something. He had a New York accent or Jersey accent. Yeah, it was all over the world, Saskatchewan. World. Uh, <laughs> one guy from Nashville. Yeah, one guy from Saskatchewan. Well, you better reserve one for Debbie from Cyberlove if she ever catches wind of this. I would love to talk to <laughs> Debbie from Cyberlove. I don't know where she is. I still I don't even know her last name. Like we just met. We had a jam space. Salty Bear had a jam space, which was mm-hmm. Dan's dad's rental unit, which was this four hundred square foot house. Whoa. And uh, we used to set up our gear there. Todd probably remembers the place. Yeah, and the cops showed up. In the car. <laughs> really? I'll tell you the cop story in a second. So so anyway, I I auditioned for Cyberlove and then she brought her gear there and set it up there. And then we just, you know, spent a few days working on that stuff. And I never ever knew what her last name was. And then at a certain point, she decided it wasn't going to work. And then right. that was it. But I had the recordings and I would love to credit her properly, you know. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea how to find her. But she was exactly. so talented. She'll find you eventually, I'm sure. Hopefully. Once it gets out, <laughs> once the word gets on the streets that this is available for a limited time, a short time, go to seanmcginnity.ca. And you said Bandcamp as well, right? Uh, I'm going to have it on. Well, I'm I'm going to put it on Bandcamp next week. And then uh, I'm going to hit the, the regular streaming services after that. What's the address Bandcamp's- on the Bandcamp? Uh, I, it's not set up yet. So our dome CD is on there. It'll be kind of, uh, it'll be attached to the dome CD that's there. Cool, cool, cool. And once again, if you wanted even more information on all of this, please feel free to check out uh, my podcast episode where I interview these guys uh, called uh, Todd McGinnity and Sean McGinnity shoot on Sean Geek and Fast Fret. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that being said, Gentlemen, what song would you agree is the number one must listen to song on this album? And I know I'm sp- <laughs> it's just like surprise question. <laughs> you guys haven't talked about this, but well, there is one song that gets played on the radio. On um, see, I'm on the spot. I can't remember what it's called. Which I know Colorado Phil plays it on his radio station all the time. Really? He played, yeah, Who's he that? plays bro. Uh, he's a local guy who lived in someplace in Colorado. Western Colorado off the main highway. I can't remember the name of the place off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. He was playing dome stuff for a while. And then I sent him 
uh, Broken, and I sent him Sirius, and he started playing Broken on his radio station. He's now in Winnipeg, operating out of Winnipeg, an independent radio station. Oh, wow. Really? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. playing our stuff for forever, like for years. Wow. And do we? Do you have that information? Like, where, yeah, where, would, can... where would people find him? Here, Todd, talk. I'm going to try to find it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what about, okay, while he's trying to find that, what is your favorite song? Or what, what song would you say? Like, uh, Sean's recommending Serious or Broken. You, uh, you know that? what? I'm, yeah, I mean, those, those are those are great songs. I'm, I'm kind of biased on the, well, I mean, I, I like Flying. It's just, it's just one that, that kind of came to me. Mm-hmm. to do but um yeah i mean they're all they're all they all have their own their own special place well, let's, why don't we have you settle the tiebreaker from sean is it do you like serious or broken which one of those should be should be the uh the ending of of this episode do we want to go punk or do we want to go uh rock what do you think todd oh geez you know what do i have a coin <laughs> flip it. Flip a cat. <laughs> By the way, so call heads so or call, tails. Flip a cat. <laughs> okay, I found the Colorado Phil show information. So he's on what's called Tri Lakes Radio. Whoa, which is trilakesradio.com. T r i l a k e s r a d i o dot com. He plays every day from twelve to twelve to four Pacific time, Mountain time standard. So two to six uh, central time. And he plays a lot of indie stuff. Uh, and he has on Wednesdays, he it's all 204 Wednesdays. So he no plays way. only Manitoba stuff. Which one would he pick, do you think? Well, I don't know. I just think <laughs> he plays broke he plays broken all the time. That's the one he plays. Broken. Well, yeah. there you go. Good bro- all right. There you go. Colorado Phil. What's his name again? Is that right? Colorado Phil. Colorado Phil. Colorado Phil. You picked it. You picked it. So uh, we're going to leave you with Broken from the brand new uh, Kitchen Sink album by Bros Before uh, Gin, which I realized uh, and I told Sean this when I dropped it off. I'm like, wait a minute. Is it McGinnity? It's really Bros Before Gin, not Gin. Well, that's true. <laughs> McGinn. <laughs> Bros Before McGinn. Mc, Mc, McGin. <laughs> People used to call us McGinnity all the time, right? Oh, right. Yeah, but it's McGinnity. Yeah, McGinnity, right. McGillicuddy, McGinty. Yeah. McGin- oh, God. You know McGin- what? CBC Radio said Sean McGinty. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. <laughs> oh, like, by the way, oh. thanks for the shout out. You were just on CBC uh, up to speed and you're, you know, recommending local podcasts and you got the mental money shot in there. I was very happy. Thank you so I was, much. I was hoping it was going to be Faith I was talking with because um, I've heard lots of stuff about Faith. Uh, they're like a really cool person and they, they do so much for the community and raising awareness and all that stuff. Yeah. So that, I guess they had a, a sit in or a replacement uh, while faith is on vacation. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Who was, who was it? It was uh, Marjorie. Marjorie D- dollhouse. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, oh that's God. It. The letters I'm going to get now. Oh my God. I mispronounced her name. <laughs> Marjorie. Marjorie works. Yeah. I guess that's it. Uh, Anything you want to add, uh, Todd? So that's uh, seanmcginnity.ca. <laughs> it's S-E-A-N-M-C-G-I-N-I-T-Y. Ribbed for your pleasure. Always sexy when Todd speaks. <laughs> <laughs> the web domain. Thanks, boys. 
Good to see you again. Yeah, Yeah, same here. Okay, bye. Feel free to join in. Okay, bye. 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 bye.